Hello and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest new stories. My name is Erica. I'm your host. And my name is Cassandra. <laughs> I'm your other host. That was pretty good. I was feeling it. I was feeling it for a second. Yeah. Top, I, top, top of the morning. It's trashy, trashy. I can't. I, I'm not even trying. Irish is not something I can do. I've been listening to a lot of Irish. I've been, I've been trying to figure out how to pronunciation of a couple of Gaelic words and things like that. So sure. My favorite whiskey is Jameson, right? Okay. Trash. Been to the yeah. Jameson factory, did the tour. It's great, right? It's a, just a staple. Great whiskey. Good old, just, just you know, it's never going to be bad, never going to be amazing, but it's always just on the level, right? Okay, okay. And and Jameson's motto is Sinimitu, S-I-N-E-M-E-T-U. It's a Gaelic phrase for without fear, right? I thought that was a really cool, really cool phrase. So I was thinking if we had a Gaelic, if we had our own Gaelic motto, ours could be, all right, bear with me. And again, Ireland, forgive me. Bruscar Godio, which is forever trash. Bruscar Gadio. We'll see. I don't know. We'll, if I, if you got feedback, I'm open to it, you know? so I like yeah. it. I, uh, yeah, I thought that would be a really, a really cool, you know, like our insignia, our emblem when we get one is going to be that, you know? Well, you know, if you're listening to this, you've probably figured out by now it's our St. Patrick's Day episode. And before you say St. Patrick's Day was last weekend, why do you guys keep doing this? You did the Oscars one a few days late too. fucking say thank you. Why are you complaining? You know, (laughs) Cassandra's in Europe right now. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how hard it is to get across Atlantic telephone uh, a wire? Do you know how hard telegrams are to get nowadays? It's okay. So shut up. There are carrier pigeons fighting the winds of the Atlantic Ocean to get that message to me. So, get you know, it takes time. It takes some time to get these get these messages around. <laughs> how do you, in general, like how do you take a St. Patrick's Day? Like, what are your feelings of St. Patrick's Day? Uh, you know, I think that our listeners know that we are not in fact, doing this by telegram and that this is pre-recorded, And so I'm trying not to drink right now in the days leading up to some stuff, you know, that's already happened. And I- I'm not gonna lie to you. We have, we're, we're a few minutes in, I'm already, I'm hankering for a drink. So that's kind of how I feel about St. Patrick's Day. Is it just kind of, I mean, it's, it's, ew. it's a drinking holiday. I'm sorry. I didn't, I don't make the rules. And I'm sure it's about more and we're going to talk about it. But like, to me, it's a drinking holiday. How do you feel about it? I, I, I hated an elementary school. If you weren't wearing green. Oh, sure. It was an excuse to be pinched. Pinched? Pinched. Pinched? Yeah. Well, Well, you know, again, I take the liberties with the words. Uh, I've always said pinched and I've always been mocked for it, but that's what it is. It's okay. A pinch is something uh, like if you're darting a clothe or just, oh, I just need a pinch here. Or if you're cooking, oh, I just need a pinch of that. A pinch is when someone puts their hands on you and puts their fingers together and pulls your skin. That's a pinch. Pinch. A pinch. So I hated when people would be like, you don't have green on. And then in junior high, when that shit started, all the girls will be like, you don't know what color my underwear. Uh, and it's like, you're right. Actually, 
Yes, we do, because your whale tail is sticking out above your low-rise jeans, Sarah. You have on a rainbow print thong. (laughs) We can see with no green. (laughs) Did you have the bracelets in middle school, like the different color bracelets that you buy at Hot Topic? And like if a boy breaks them, then like that means different things, you know? We did not. Oh, we we heard about it. The rubber bracelets. Yeah. So like obviously like kids at least me and my friends were not having sex if you know a boy broke a black bracelet but obviously like saint patrick's day was like the day to because you know you could like loop them around your fingers and stuff and so you really pulled out all of your greens for saint patrick's day um those bracelets man our brace the big bracelet that happened around my you know my junior high time was the live strong bracelets oh like sure. they, lance armstrong isn't he like a cheater and like a bad person and yeah like, wait Livestrong was in your middle school high school when was Livestrong started 97 yeah so middle school wow elementary middle school that was it was a big yeah Livestrong was huge you know did a lot of good things i'm sure i don't think lance armstrong it, you know santa's gonna sort him in the trashy pile but look it's <laughs> you you think that your athlete heroes aren't cheating you know, that's on you. Yep. Yep. They are. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard some people are, are, are fighting fake bulls nowadays. They're really just big sheep dressed up. What? You think that Patrick Mahomes just screwed up his ankle and then was able to play the rest of the Super Bowl with some tape. He taped it up on morale and tape. No, cortisol, Demerol, maybe a horse tranquilizer mixed with some sheep tranquilizer mixed with like a little shot of vitamin B. (laughs) I'm saying steroids are right. I'm just saying like, you know, it shouldn't have been that surprising. He had cancer for Christ's sake. For Christ's sake. So anyway, that was our bracelets. (laughs) So what are, you know, um, in the spirit of the holiday, what are, you know, when is some, how have you been trash and how has it been, how have you been trash on St. Patrick's day in the past? Oh, well, so I'm just going to go ahead and start this with an apology, but like, just go with me because I'm going to explain why it's wrong. Up until I was, I guess, more educated about the subject, I was definitely, you know, an Irish car bomb kind of gal. So (laughs) I like I was the gal who was like, it's St. Patrick's Day. We're at Barney's Beanery in Pasadena. Everyone's doing car bombs, which an Irish car bomb is um, a half half a shot of whiskey. No, it's it's half a Guinness and a shot of Bailey's dunked in. Oh, it's a half ounce whiskey, half ounce Bailey Guinness beer. Yeah, the car bomb is the Guinness and the Bailey's. There, what you're thinking of is um, also a drink, the whiskey and the Guinness, but no, this is uh, the car bomb is Bailey's and Guinness. It's very good. It originated in Connecticut. Ooh, not, not the island it refers to, not the island nation it refers to. Yeah, it originated in 1979 in Connecticut, and um, we shouldn't be ordering these um, because apparently... This is the equivalent of like someone going into an American bar or any bar for that matter and going, may I have a 9-11, please? So truly it's about the troubles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'll take um, an ISIS on the rocks, please. It's kind of the vibes. 
So yeah, from 1968 to oh, 1998. Yeah, a long time. Uh, 1972 is when the IRA used more than 20 car bombs in a single day. Nine people died. 130 got injured. Um, because of this, many pubs in Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland refused to serve the drink altogether. Yeah. So like they won't even, even if you go, may I have half a Guinness with some Baileys in it, they'll go get the fuck out. Fuck out. Yeah. So that's why I'm trash. It because look, it's so yummy. Okay, you have to drink it fast too, because otherwise the uh Baileys will curdle in there and it gets kind of gross. But it's so yummy. But uh, like, can we rename it? What can we do? Like, I don't want right. to lose the cocktail. Yeah. But we definitely shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't be ordering. It's a super offensive uh, yeah. name name for a drink. So, but what I'm would, sorry. What would be in the 911 if that were to ever become a thing? God, it it should not. Knock on wood. I'll fucking punch somebody if I hear them order one. But what I would, would have be to in the 911 s- cocktail. I mean, probably like if we're using the same model, it would be like a Bud Light or some or a Budweiser, half a Budweiser, and then you drop in a shot of two, two shot. Erica, a second shot has hit the drink. Erica, you have to say when you take it. I'm not saying we should admit this drink, but I'm just saying if we're if it were to happen, if it were in the fiction world, what would it be? You know, it would have to be one shot comes in, and then the second one you knock in and go. A second shot has hit the drink. Okay, so I guess, I mean, I can't believe we're doing this, but if we're really going to get into it, I think that it would be two shots and you take them 18 minutes apart. (laughs) Are you happy? Are you happy that we did this? Because that's obviously the drink. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Why why are you trash besides originating the (laughs) 9-11? Uh, nobody update my wikipedia to to add also that. you guys we're sorry this is a comedy podcast that was I'm sorry that was blue that was low that was blue that was blue i'm like i'm not even this is we're banking so many episodes you know that we're was raw. me Cass wasn't a part of that if, you, if you're angry come at me come at me so the first time i went to new york city home you know second home of the irish boston new york you know big big places for the Irish. I was in college. I was wearing a bright, like a green tank top with a little black long cardigan, like American apparel style long cardigan. If you know, you know. Oh yeah. Long, straight. I think my hair was probably dyed black at that time. If not, it was very dark brown. I had a period of time where I dyed my hair black. Hell yeah. I'm there with my friend Garrett. I'm there with my friend Cody. And we are getting the what's up. I'm getting whistled at i'm getting yeah and i'm like oh my god like i fucking kill. you know again 22 maybe 21 22 i'm like i fucking kill it in new york city i'm i'm not i'm not shit in the south i guess but i am fucking they are on fire for me here you know people hang like hanging out on the sidewalk outside of you know the little artificial <laughs> you know sidewalk barriers that bars extend to on certain days and they're just leaning over giving me the yeah and so i i sh- i share in my friend Gar- garrett who's been on the podcast shared a story about trash about me i like garrett i was like i don't know what's going on but like i think i am like so hot in new york city and he's like you're you're warm what do you mean and i was like no i was like all oh, those guys are like you know, give like cheering me on and like, yeah. And he goes, no, you dumbass. Cody, our friend 
has bright red hair, has red hair. And they were cheering on Cody as he was because he had good hair. He had just had like a, you know, head, an Irish redhead hair, like pale redhead guy. Oh. <laughs> no, just a tall redhead guy. And they were losing their minds. And then I, I slowly realized like, oh yeah, none of them said like nice tits or hey, hot stuff or. No, they were just cheering on like a, a redheaded guy. A because red-headed it was his, guy. it was his day. It was his day. Not my day. I'm still not <laughs> shit in New York. It was a. A deeply humbling experience. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of humbling, let's talk about St. Patrick's Day. You know, it's, it, it's, it's the day, but like, where did it come from? How did it get started? Like, what's going on with St. Patrick? Right. Yeah. What's the deal? So we're pulling from history.com. So that's got to be legit, right? Mm-hmm. Question mark. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They they said some stuff in one article, and I was like, "Well, that's not true." I guess <laughs> like like a uh, back of a gun gum wrapper facts, and I'm like, "That's everyone knows that's not true anymore." But yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> so St. Patrick's Day now associated, of course, with green and or wearing green and parades, beer, but it's grounded in history that dates back more than 1,500 years, with the earliest known celebrations being held in the 17th century on March 17th. Ooh, so, you know, it's it was marking the anniversary of the death of St. Patrick in the 5th century. So the real St. Patrick was born in Britain, and then, you know, he was, you know, he's the patron saint of Ireland. That's what he's known as now, the patron saint of Ireland. He was born in Britain, not Ireland, near the end of the 4th century. But at 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders, and sold to a Celtic priest in Northern Ireland. And so, you know, after years and years, he he was working as a shepherd and all of these things. He eventually escaped and went back to Britain. And then eventually he returned to Ireland as a Christian missionary. But he wasn't technically like a Brit or British. But like during this time, like br- the British Isles were occupied by the Romans. Remember all that when the Roman Empire was just like, I remember growing, well. growing? Yeah, I remember you know. Well. Yeah, you I remember. was there. I was there. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's uh, you know, his family is thought to have maybe been part of Roman aristocracy or he could have been of like indigenous Celtic, uh, Celtic descent. It's it's kind of like all sorts of question marks because the, the, the Latin names and all this stuff. Anyway. Also, so. like, who knows what the hell was really going on back Honestly. then? He died in the fifth century. That's yeah. 500. I mean, we're, you know. That's a long time ago. No snakes, by the way. That's one of the legends about St. Patrick's is that he stood atop an Irish hillside and banished snakes from Ireland, prompting all the serpents to sither away into the sea. But it turns out that probably there was never every any snakes that occupied the Emerald Isle in the first place. So, I mean, that's like not a bad plan, though, to say like, if someone goes, isn't it nice that there's no snakes here? And you're like trying to build up your cred as like a saint. You're like, well, of course not. I told I... them all to go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you apply for like sainthood and you're like, well, list your things you've done. And you're like, I got rid of the snakes in Ireland. And like, there are no snakes in Ireland. And he's like, exactly. Exactly. And they're like, oh, write that down. Write that down. Write that down. That's good. The water around Ireland um, had been too cold since the last glacial period. There's no fossil records that snakes were ever in Ireland. It was way too cold for reptiles to 
exist essentially but the the running the snakes out of ireland was supposed to be a metaphor about running um you know other religions and false prophets out of ireland basically like a- so it, they weren't running like the snakes they ran out <laughs> they weren't running the snakes out they were running the fucking snakes out you know yes. what i'm saying yeah he's like slytherin get the fuck out basically. you guys are all there's snakes in the grass <laughs> So leprechauns are likely based on Celtic fairies. So your your standard lucky charms, red-haired, green-clothed leprechaun mm-hmm. uh, who normally goes along with St. Patrick's Day, they are likely just stemming from uh, a belief in fairies. Yeah, the, the leprechaun in Old Gaelic means small-bodied fellow, and in the legends and the folk tales, leprechauns were cranky souls. I get it. And oh, they were responsible for mending the shoes of other fairies. Yeah, I'd be cranky too if some people get to go just like and fly around and like drop pixie dust and like grant wishes and I had to like cobble. Yeah. I'd be pissed. I wonder where the where it came from that like because I get I think I knew that they were cranky because you have to like they they're always like precious about their gold. I because I don't <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I don't want to get, get into, into the, the 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 history of things that are precious about gold. Yeah. Isn't it crazy, though, that you're like you would see a rainbow as a kid and then someone would be like, if you get to the end of it, there's a pot of gold with a leprechaun. And you're like, no kidding. Yeah, really? Yeah. Well, why don't we go there? We, the I mean, that's that's got to be ending over in Castle Rock. Like we could probably get there, you know, it's traffic. Sunday. We road's gonna be pretty clear. How are we go. doing? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do this. My parents been like, nah, no, go uh, watch uh, TV or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the shamrock, the three leaf clover, was associated with Ireland for centuries, and it was used as a visual guide when explaining the Holy Trinity to the Irish, the people inhibiting the you know Emerald Isles. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they go, this is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then when you see a four-leaf clover, they're like, what the hell's that? Yeah. And they're like, oh, and that's, <laughs> that's uh, something else. That's Cthulhu. Yeah. We don't talk about him. He's not. <laughs> and then by the 17th century, the shamrock had become the symbol of emerging Irish nationalism. So cool. I like yeah. That's, yeah. Neat. The first St. Patrick's Day parade was held in America. So that's a thing. In 1601. Yeah. Which, when did they start doing them in Ireland? Um, so let's see. So Ireland had celebrated since the 1600s, but the first one in America was in 1601. So in the 17th century. And then it was, it was organized by the Spanish colony's Irish vicar, Ricardo Arter. So nice. And it took place in the Spanish colony, which is now in modern day, St. Augustine, Florida. We had to know it was Florida all along. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man starts the first St. Patrick's Day parade (laughs) in 1601. But man, they really ran with it in Boston. You know, they dye the river green, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, they go nuts. Chicago, maybe, too. Chicago. I think they do that, too. Or if there's, like, a high population of chilly white people. Yeah. You know they're going to die a river. At my university, <laughs> our main color was orange. And so for, like, certain festive weeks, we had a beautiful fountain in the center of camp- 
ca- uh, campus uh-huh. and we would dye the fountain, you know, orange. Uh-huh. And then one time, <laughs> I'm so naughty, a group oh. of girls, uh, my friends, probably about 10 of us got into a four person car. There's a photo somewhere. <laughs> like way too many of us piled up in one car and we were wearing white t-shirts and we took photos in the fountain and we all you know got wet in the fountain. That was orange. It was yeah, fun, fun, fun. Anyway. Hot. Yeah. So that's a, that's a tan Erica move. It's a, um, it's a total tan. <laughs> I remember like total frat move, <laughs> total frat, total tan Erica. Move. <laughs> so, you know, more than a century later, the homesick Irish soldier serving in the English military marched in Boston in 1737 and in New York on March 17th. So they were like, Hey, this is cool. There seems to be a lot of enthusiasm. And then it just grew from there. Infamous. You can see it at Trader Joe's. You know, the closer we get to St. Patrick's Day, they have it all ready to go. But the infamous corned beef and cabbage meal was an American thing. Of course. Of course. In Ireland, ham and cabbage had been eaten and is eaten. But corned beef was cheaper for the impoverished Irish immigrants living in kind of the slums in the late 19th, early 20th century. So they would purchase leftover corned beef from ships returning from the tea trade in China. So then they would boil it three times. And then the last time with cabbage to remove some of the brine. You know what I was just thinking? I have a story because, uh, you know, this this article does say that one of the only times since the 1600s that the St. Patrick's Day festivities have ever been canceled was, of course, because of COVID-19. But my my husband. Is trash because I found out. I mean, we weren't together yet, but I did find out that March 17th, 2020, uh, he went out. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was right around like March 12th that they're like, all of Italy is dead, Tom Hanks is dead, (laughs) um, (laughs) everyone is dying. Please don't go out for St. Patrick's Day. And I mean, again, we didn't know each other yet, but when we started dating, <laughs> we discussed like, man, remember the last time you went out? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like, and then he was like, yeah, St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, St. Pat, what? <laughs> I was already making Instagram stories, begging people to stay inside by St. Patrick's Day. You fuckhead. Yeah. March you trash 11th. boy. March 11th was the first death in LA County. Then yeah. on March 16th, the Archdiocese of LA suspended masses. On March 16th, LA County closed bars and gyms. And he was in San Diego. School. He is in oh, San Diego, well, so he got it. He got yep. it at the. Well, he beat the statewide stay-at-home order. That was March 19th. So <sighs> redeemed, Taylor. You are we, redeemed. He wasn't breaking the law, but he was breaking an interesting <laughs> social code. But you know what? We forgive him. <laughs> yeah, we forgive. We forgive. Um, I wonder if some of these people in our next story have been forgiven, though. Yeah, no kidding. Speaking of staying home, this Vice.com article has some insane St. Patrick's Day stories that will convince you to stay home. Now, granted, St. Patrick's Day is behind us, but. <laughs> so hopefully you heed our advice in the future. Sure. All right. The first story comes to us and it says when i was in college i took 11 shots of whiskey on saint patrick's day at a fraternity party i told everyone in the uh whoa we skip this one yeah 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 yeah, okay so our first story says my roommate was interning for john 
Cullerton, the Illinois Senate president. So my friends and I were invited to ride in his trolley during the Chicago St. Patrick's Day annual parade. The trolley was full of free beer. And by the time it led us off at the bars, we were already wasted. Hours, more shots, you know, all that had gone on. And so we were trying to find our way back to the trolley. In our absence, the crowd and trolley seemed to have shifted from the Democratic Party operative and their partners to a bunch of young, rich kids with fake tans. And I was like, this is weird, but fine. Until one of the girls in the back began to loudly blow a whistle. I politely slurred at her, will you just shut the fuck up? And she told me it was her trolley and she could do whatever she wanted. He goes, oh, it's your trolley? I'm sorry, John Cullerton. I didn't recognize you in that slutty green dress. And uh, she moseyed back from the trolley to scream in his face. And then someone poured an entire bottle of rolling rock on her head. She cried. Her friends swung at them. He had to drop to the floor to escape being punched. He crawled on his hands and knees. They were banging on the door, screaming to the driver to let them off. And then they ditched it in the middle of a street. And uh, that crowd threw bottles of beer and screamed at us. Turned out it was her trolley. It was her trolley. Yeah. Like it may have started. They swapped the trolleys. Yeah. It's St. Patrick's Day. You might (sighs) start as one thing, but it's pretty much like the law of possession after a certain point. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I've got another story. (laughs) They're all coming back to me. One time, speaking of law of possession, one time I you know, was drinking at Barney's Beanery. It's not where I go every year for St. Patrick's Day, but it's where I went a couple times and um, had a had a good old time, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Woke up the next day. I dropped my phone in a toilet and it somehow, I don't know, like if it cracked in the toilet or, it, or if I picked it up out of the toilet and then it cracked after. Anyways, I had to go to the You Break I Fix in Pasadena and to present <laughs> them with my water damaged broken phone and then tell me oh yeah fifth one today <laughs> so they just run a special <laughs> they really should this the march 18th special fix your screen and let's see if we can make your phone turn back on special the day after saint patrick's day well at least that night you didn't flag down a cop car when your phone was broken that's true. Uh, that definitely happened to our next story into from 2011 when Uber wasn't an option. So the person says, I took a shot. It went down wrong and I threw up at my table at the bar. I got kicked out because of this. I was sitting on the sidewalk, dry heaving, and I saw a taxi with its light on in the drive. So, you know, I jumped after it, waved my arms and, you know, trying to get it to stop. It finally stopped. I hopped in and I told the driver my address. <laughs> I realized the moment I closed the door that I was sitting in the back of a cop car. But the officers were in a good mood. They made fun of me for a few minutes, pretended they were going to drive me to the station, but ended up taking me home instead. Friend did the exact same thing a few weeks later, but ended up on the drunk tank instead. Yep. That, uh, that's risky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would love to talk about the genius in our next story 
Please, please. Yeah. From WTHR.com, school picture day on St. Patrick's Day creates green screen <laughs> funny photos. <laughs> so you, at this point, we all know green screen. You can put anything. You, the screen is green. It yeah. keys out if you're wearing green and you can put images behind it. It's how, you know, green screen movies, photoshops, images, videos, that kind of thing. Well, they now do that for school pictures. We used to have these lame ass backdrops. Oh my God. The worst, like stupid backdrops. Like I have (laughs) huge rolls of balloons. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when parents got the photos back, their elementary students were disappearing into the background because of what they were wearing. Why would you do picture day on St. Patrick's Day? We always did the beginning of the year. Like September was St. Pa- you know. But, Wait, but. Yeah, you got to do it like quick. Yeah. Yep. Did you? Okay. Question. Yeah. So all of my picture days were like your standard sit, <laughs> put your knees slight to, slightly to the right, turn towards the camera, chin up, yeah. c- crack. Yeah. Okay. My cousin... I remember it was like maybe her kindergarten or her first grade or something. Her school pictures were like, I don't know, like weird. Like they were, she like, they had her, like, she was like laying down, like with her hand on her glamour shots. They were glamour shots. And like, I was like, what? And at the time I was like, that's not fair she's got yeah, yeah. <laughs> these cool glamour shots and i just have this stupid dorky school photo but in retrospect i'm like huh why why were yeah. they making kids do glamour shots was every kid getting this same treatment feels, i have so many questions that feels weird <laughs> yeah yeah so what happened is they'd used a green screen for the backdrop to put in little you know bunnies and things like that i guess for easter and you know grass and all sorts of things and almost all the kids because it was saint patrick's day wore green on all of their shirts and so they basically look like they're the photo you have to check out we'll post the photos on on our socials but (laughs) it looks like they're like floating in (laughs) it's it's super funny i mean (laughs) honestly i feel like it was like there's a kid who had a green shirt on so like his head is floating like above a fence but the rest of his body's on the other side of the fence like whatever they put in (laughs) i love it i think it's i think that there must have been someone who must have known and thought this could be fun you know i mean whatever you're making taking school pictures like yeah who cares (laughs) i took one good school photo in my Mm -hmm. entire k through 12 not not even counting senior photos they weren't that great i think sophomore junior year i was wearing a light purple like a darker light purple shirt i don't describe this color my hair was super stiff straight Uh and i had on a pantyhose choker but it was like a did you guys make chokers out of pantyhose sure didn't oh oh that was the rage yeah you take like the seam of pantyhose or like the let you know like and then you roll it and then you would have a choker but it was of that material you could have all different colors it was so cool pantyhose choker if this brings up porn i'm gonna be pissed (laughs) wow look at that you see it I mean, throughout, oh, look at that. LC on Laguna Beach with one on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We yeah. didn't do this. I think, I think we started it, but who knows? You think I mean, that this trend got started in Oklahoma? 
I think so. And then it went out to the coast. It's the first one that went out to the coast instead of coast in, you know? I mean, we had those like, you know, little black, like, uh, the, the, the patterned, like, yeah, we had ones. those, of course, of course. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I just, you, we'll post the photos. They're really great. You just have Good to look for anyone that isn't porn though. I mean, cause there, eh, I'm looking at a lot of porn right now trying to find it, but there is, I'll, I'll find, I'll find my throwbacks, but yeah, yeah I had one yeah. good photo and I was just like fucking feeling myself. And I was like, damn, good class photo, you know, good, good photo day. But cool. I have some that are garbage. I would always get fever blisters. Oh my god, me too! School. Like it was like, oh, babe, always boom, fever blister. It, the cold sores. It just like you couldn't always. Yeah. Oh my always. god, it was yeah. crazy. I yeah. thought it was just me. Yeah, um, kindred yeah. spirits. Yeah, you know who probably hates to see a cold sore is a bartender. <laughs> a bart. Yeah. Probably uh, from the onion.com. This is the worst things that you can say to a bartender on St. Patrick's Day, even if you don't remember it's St. Patrick's Day. Worst things you can say to a bartender on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> uh, this Guinness has gone bad. Can I have a refund? Who would say that? Uh, probably someone that has never had a Guinness before because they're garbage. I'm <sighs> taking a stance. Guinness is fucking trash. Okay, dude, honestly. You're wrong. No. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I was in the Guinness Museum last year and I was just like spitting in every corner. You're crazy. Like, I'm probably drinking a Guinness right fucking now. Yeah. Guess what? They give you a, a Guinness at the top. You end up in this dope bar with a beautiful view of all of Dublin at the Guinness Factory Museum. But if you tell them you have celiacs, they'll give you a cider. And that's what I did. I can't believe you don't like Guinness. It's so good. It tastes like drinking a boot. A boot? Yes. It tastes like if I if if a what a boot would taste like if I was drinking one. Oh, you're pissing me off. All right. One of the other ones in here just says hello. Ooh. Do don't, not do that to a bartender. Don't say hello to them. Yeah. Don't give it with, with like a question mark. Like hello. It says it doesn't have a question mark. It says hello, period. That's even worse. Like hello. <laughs> This is how texts get misinterpreted. <laughs> they don't like when you say, can I just get a green club soda? Um, can I have an espresso martini, please? Oi, I'll have oin- one point a, go- a Guinness, governor. Cheers. Oh, God, that was really don't say. like that one. Yeah. Um, how about this one? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm waving my arms and flagging them down. Hey, <laughs> can you put on some flogging molly? Okay, let's talk about some bartenders and some of the things that they've seen in the article from the takeout.com. Yes. So, you know, they don't like, they don't all hate green cocktails, right? But in March, they're batting down the hatches, right? Like they they know what's coming. The rivers are going to get dyed green. You know, people are going to shotgun beers. It's going to get ugly. So we got some stories from bartenders and there was some doozies. So someone says, what are the worst drinks to make and or mix? And Danny, who did five years of St. Patrick's Day service, I love this article refers to them like they were members of the, of the military service. <laughs> yeah. Like he served five years of St. Patrick's Day <laughs> services. So uh, he worked at a sports bar that also wanted specialized craft cocktails. And for St. Patrick's Day, a bartender only six months into bartending made a green drink 
that involved green chartreuse and some insane thing that I don't think lasted long, which is this like green apple flavored Captain Morgan. It was a lot of steps to make. It was disgusting and an insult to green chartreuse. That sounds really gross. Yeah. Yeah. From the same bartender, Danny, five years of St. Patrick's Day service. She says, flavor wise, the top tier green drink of all time is the grasshopper, which is a classic cocktail from New Orleans. And it tastes like a thin mint Girl Scout cookie. Mm. So it's like a green creme de menthe white Russian kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So there's milk and half and half in it. So you can't like drink too many if you're trying to like drink, drink because you'll get sick. But, uh, you know, a couple here and there. Uh, Really, really yummy. Yeah. It's easy to make in batches too. So you can prep it, pour it, and it's easy to serve on St. Patrick's Day for everyone. So There's Megan, six years of St. Patrick's Day service. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. I'm saluting every time you read a new bartender. (laughs) She said that she would pray that people ordered the green Bud Light because they had an ungodly amount of kegs of them. And they were the easiest things to, quote, make on the busiest day of the year, of course, because you're just pouring, you're putting a little bit of food coloring in a glass and then you're pouring a Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it's just, it's, it's like easy. You just put food coloring in them. Right. But <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, they look like a Vulcan who cut themselves because they have green food coloring all over their fingers, says Mike <laughs> Vanderbilt. <laughs> 16 years of St. Patrick's Day 16 service. 16 years. Wow. What a hero. Truly. These are the heroes. <laughs> so one bartender was asked, uh, or Danny was asked, five years of St. Patrick's Day service. Thank you. What's one of the most memorable things you witnessed from behind the bar on a St. Patrick's Day? He says, one year there was a man who kept screaming every time he got a shot. Every time he took a shot. Got into a fight with his girlfriend and made her cry. Then got into a screaming match with his bros. Then reached behind our bar and stole one of our water pitchers and started drinking directly out of it. All in a span of 20 minutes. It's like a human tornado, says Danny. You know, I feel like if you're that kind of drunk, St. Patrick's Day isn't your holiday or like any sort of drinking holiday. Maybe drinking is just not for you because that's, you know, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Nate's nine years of St. Patrick's Day. Nate, nine years of St. Patrick's Day service says, I was working at the bar and grill called Duke's which is next to Wiener Circle in Lincoln Park. Hmm. A dude was blacked out, came in wearing a neon green leotard onesie. Already off to a great start. Yeah. I feel like this guy's going to be like, hey, can I help clean up? Is there anything I can do to help you guys make your day easier? Probably, right? Actually did not. He said, so in an attempt to like, you know, sober himself up, save himself, he ordered a burger and fries. But when the food came, he took the bun off the burger. You know, I thought he was going to put ketchup on it, but instead he fell face first onto the burger. I shook him and I immediately, you know, he shot up and a, a giant piece of lettuce was stuck to the top of his forehead. And I said, you gotta go, man. And he said, good call. And walked out with his giant slab of romaine stuck to his dome. That's just too drunk. Like, man, like I too old for this, I guess, but it's too drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Megan, six year St. Patrick's day service said St. Patrick's day fell on the nicest day of the year so far. And a Saturday, one year, bars, streets, everything was just mayhem. Two strangers had sex in our attic next to tubs of ranch dressing. That's crazy. Disgusting. Disgusting. You don't want to do that, you guys. Nah. 
Yeah, I, ranch, ranch is if you're gonna have sex next to a condiment, mustard. Sexy. Yeah, there's all there's like, you know, there's a de de uh, decompose not decomposed um deconstruction mustard, stone mustard. You know, there's all sorts of mustards, and it's like, ooh. I went to um Tabula Rasa. I think I hoarded their wine bar in North Hollywood, but I went to their or I sorry, I, I hoarded their wine store in North Hollywood, but I went to yes. their wine bar in Thai Town, and it was cool. But they, I ordered a pretzel, and they had two types of mustard with it, like a sweeter one, and then what was supposed to be a like kind of spicy seeded one. Girl, when I tell you there was so much wasabi or horseradish Ooh. or whatever in this, it and I like the taste of that. I really do. Yeah. But you would like take a bite and then all of a sudden it was like getting like a shot of water up your nose. Like, you know, like that pain of like getting a bunch of water shoved up your nose and it would just be like, and it was, it was so bad. You had, it was like an audible feeling. And then I was like, maybe this is just me, but like, I really do like this flavor. So it must be pretty bad. And then my friend tried it too. And he was like, what on earth? This is not edible. Like, why are you serving this to people? Kind of mustard, you know? Well, but you would have sex next to it. Not yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for of sure, course, for of sure, course, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Cass, what's up? I was just, you know, I was hearing the jingle jangles in the in the distance. the The bagpipes were calling, and uh, I was just wondering if you're ready for the dumpster fire. Is bagpipes Scotland? Oh shit! Yeah, hold on. Um, what's Danny Boy? Wait, Danny. Do Boy? they have like an accordion in Ireland, or God, or they do like a the pipes? Violins? Are call- yeah, the, the pipes are calling. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, let me check. <clears throat> Wait, what is a pipe though? Is that like a flute or is this an organ? Or I don't know. know. It just says, oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling from glen to glen down the mountainside. Instrument is Ireland. We have to find this out. (laughs) The harp. The harp. Harp. Okay. Okay. And yes, I am ready. (laughs) I hear the harps and I am ready for the dumpster fire. Oh my God. Oh, Danny boy. So. You know, we talked a little bit about the how uh, leprechauns got started, and you know, people see them to this day. They claim, and I, I have a okay, I have a story I've shared. So before we get into this article from the AP News, I in elementary school, I believe it was second grade, second third grade. I'm trying to pinpoint it down. We had a huge playground, like it was acres long because it was, and it backed up to like the edge of town. the The fence that fenced in our playground in in our school was someone's pasture on the other side like animals were grazing kind of thing we you kick you kick a kickball over there gone you know okay but there was towards the end there was like a a hill and then like a little dugout like like a little flat area where one of the fence kind of you know met at an l my entire class my entire class kept talking about the fact that we would see a leprechaun out there we would tell okay. our teachers, we'd tell our parents, and we, I don't know why, but it was like one of those like hallucinate, like shared psychosis thing where it's like, you know, uh, let's say Bobby said, oh yeah, I saw a leprechaun on the, on the classroom. And instead of us all like turning on Bobby and like being like, you loser, you didn't see a leprechaun, you know, whatever we would have said as children, you know, we were like, yeah, I saw the leprechaun too. And uh, it was everyone. Like you, you could put us in a room and interrogate us like military style. 
And we would have I feel all... like I've heard this before. This sounds yeah. familiar. Like you guys all really committed to this. We committed. And now to this day, I'm like, was it real? Anyway, so I I sympathize with people that think they see leprechauns is all I'm saying. I, I you know, I empathize with them because I too have seen a leprechaun, I think. The Me- Mexico's president, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, did not seem to be joking when he posted the photo of Alux on Twitter, which is a mischievous woodland spirit in Mayan folklore. Basically an elf. <laughs> he posted a picture of an elf to his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I saw one. He said... It's taken three days ago by an engineer and it appears to be in a looks. Everything is mystical. And like, okay, the article says it's a nighttime photo shows a tree with a branch forming with what looks like a halo of hair and what might be the stars forming a figure of eyes. That maybe is how they will describe it. To me, it looks like a photo of a black cat with a mop on his head has been photographed in a tree. Uh, (laughs) Who's to say, you know, who's to say? Sure. Uh, you know what I used to miss? What? It was there was like a barrier to between leaders, like politicians, leaders, and the people. <laughs> there was someone that would whisk you away from it if you start to say stupid shit. <laughs> like, like there were aides or people in place that would be like, ah, that's enough. Like the press conference is over. Like we didn't have just such access to people. <laughs> like yeah. well, politicians just tweeting like on elf must be real you're like yeah wow so much magic with, we trust you with our economy what's going on like, i you know back in the day if he'd been like i saw a you know an elf and they'd be like all right mr president we'll put it in the confidential files and bury it you know and he's like now nah, i gotta get this to the people immediately should we call a press conference nah, no i'll just tweet no, the photo no, we'll take care of it yeah yeah it's so pretty crazy <laughs> um, but this president, um, you know, Obrador has long expressed reverence for the indigenous cultures and beliefs of Mexico. And this was photographed in the Yucatan Peninsula. And he it's a you know Mayan creature. It was mischievous. It inhabited forests and fields and are prone to playing tricks on people like hiding things. And some people leave small offerings to appease them. All right. All right. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, to this day, uh, many people continue to speak the Mayan language and wear traditional clothing and grow, you know, conserve the traditional food crops and, and religion and medicine practices, despite the conquest of the Spanish conquistadors between 1527 and 1546. Uh, yeah. So my strong. Yeah. So my, my, my sister mm-hmm. teaches at a school and their mascot is the conquistadors. Oh, uh, she teaches like an elementary, like an upper elementary school, and she's teaching a lesson on, you know, what the conquistadors are and what they did. And her kids are like, wait a second. Our mascots are conquistadors. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, but they're kind of like the bad guys. <laughs> yep. Like the minds are forming. And she's like, yeah, you know, she can't super say, you know, I'm sure she was like in a spot where she couldn't say anything to an extent, but she was like, yeah. And they were like, we got to do something. You know, she's like the kids became like learned history. And we're like, we got to fucking change our mask. I mean, this wasn't their language, of course. But like, we got to change this. These kids are savvy. They're savvy yeah. kids. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's pretty wild. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. They were like, nah, we don't like that. <laughs> 
yeah I, that, that's cool what are you hoarding though you know i think one of the greatest things on this earth the greatest gift we've ever been given is a potato hell yeah it is one of the most versatile versatile root vegetables vegetables of all time it's great at one point i went on an all potato diet for a couple weeks uh okay yeah it's a whole i'll just i'll tell that story another time okay. i did lose like 15 pounds uh, Is it and like then, the heart attack diet or some shit so it's like a also, so it's a reset diet. so pin of pin and teller the magician like comedy magicians uh-huh uh-huh pin basically did this and then wrote a book so what you do is you eat potatoes for like two two to three weeks you can't salt them butter them oil them it is you can bake them you can boil them you can you know cook them but like no salt pepper sugar anything nothing okay no you know i found that little fingerlings little boiled boiled fingerlings became like candy to me by the little boil fingers oh i loved them but the 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 point is to um, help reset your gut biome. And then you you do that for a while, right? And then you add greens. But again, no salt, no butter, no oil. You know, you slowly add in like green vegetables and like leave some like a spinach or a kale or something. And then you build back into certain foods, but you're not eating. And you can eat all the potatoes you want. I feel like I've time. heard of this. Yeah, um, I did it. It was, you know helping i was sometimes getting a little lightheaded i think i was also doing like intermittent fasting which i don't normally believe in or but i was like oh pin lost all this way i gotta gotta reset my gut biome instead of just eating better in general i was like nope i gotta eat only potatoes for a month <laughs> i was hard to date i'm sure during that time because so is like, this what you're hoarding just just potatoes in general if i can eat potatoes them for a month good. they're yeah. great you can make them so many different ways they've traveled the world i love potatoes potato. versus bread potato me too. Yeah. And I love bread. Girl, yeah. I love bread, but oh, yeah. potato. Team potato all the way. Yep. I'm there with you, girl. Yeah. What are you hoarding? Heineken zero zero. There's a lot of non-alcoholic beer out there these days. And the best one so far is the Heineken zero zero. Is just as unsatisfying as a Heineken would be. Um, <laughs> and when you're again we're re- we're pre-recording this and maybe maybe i'm getting married in a few days maybe i'm already married i don't know whatever but <laughs> we're not drinking but it's like let's go ahead and say that today was my last day of work for a month <laughs> i should be celebrating but i'm staying sober and so to scratch the itch because it does scratch an itch we have heineken zero zero it's alcohol free it's just the best one you know but would love a little alcohol in there right have you tried liquid death yeah does it kind of bite does it help bite that at all i was just curious the the water no no okay yeah all right (laughs) i mean for a while i could do just like sparkling water and i just throw that in a wine glass and be like this is the same (laughs) but It's like when your stress levels are really high yeah. and I don't drink to relax stress by any yeah. means, but it's like, it's a think about it this way. My stress levels are high. And the only reason I'm not drinking is because I said that I shouldn't, even though there's no reason yeah. for me not to Yeah, Heineken zero, zero. <laughs> uh, are you not drinking because you think that you shouldn't even though, but like you don't have a problem, but you just think that you shouldn't. 
Heineken, zero, zero. Uh, <laughs> what are you throwing out? Okay, I might have thrown these out in the past, but I'm going to stick to it and I have more justification. Okay. I'm throwing away stimless wine glasses. Uh, have you thrown this out? I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe I, like I, have, I, do maybe know, I thought I, about it. I know that you have this, this uh, thought, though. Okay, so when do you get called, like, maybe you have a problem you know if you pour wine into like a coffee mug uh-huh if you pour wine into just like you know a plastic cup you get from a drive-through people are like oh that's not good maybe they've got something going on so the closest we can get to like looking like we got it together is a fucking stimless wine glass like wine glasses with stems have different shapes to open different tannins and flavor profiles and you know white red all these different thing you know there's different shapes of the glasses the stem you're holding the stem it is to meant to, to, to prevent you from heating up the wine it's not meant to be the, the you know your hands it's a cold white wine you don't want your hand up then that if it's a red wine you don't there's a temperature wine should be but fucking stimulus glasses where you can grab that huh huh you got man it like crawl over it manhandle it heating it up it's just and it's like it's the closest we can get to just pouring it in a fucking coffee mug and be like, well, I'm fine. It just well, it just not looks quite because like a coffee mug has a handle, so you're not going to heat it up. You know what? You're right. You're goddamn right. It looks like a plastic Trader Joe's cup or like you know Eskimo Joe's cup. It's just it's it's a, it's the equivalent to me anymore. I'm like, get a stimulus wine glass out of my fucking face. You I'll know, I slap don't, it off a table. I don't know that it's you know that they were created like their inception had anything to do with like people wanting to be more of an alcoholic, but. I I respect your position on it and where there's a will there's a way there was a time I think when I liked stemless wine glasses when they were like new and I was like oh this is different this is cute but now definitely like I associate them with being 24 you know I have so many I get it they're decorative they're all different you know I have like the vacuum seal ones like yetis and stuff but I'm like well that's different if you're in a if you're in a park and you need to get some wine in your system. You can't be fucking around with a stemmed wine glass. But like, <laughs> if it's a Yeti, you're not warming it up. So I I agree with you. I I think that that's, yeah. you know, the it, it's it's screaming like millennial in her twenties. And yeah. we're, we're not in our twenties anymore, babe. Get it up. Get a nice stemmed wine glass. That's all yeah. I'm saying. All right. Well, what are you throwing away? What are you throwing away? Now I have to first preface this with saying. If I wasn't such a piece of trash, I wouldn't even know that I didn't like this. Okay. This feels like a big one. <laughs> I am throwing out the Outback Steakhouse Shrimp on a Barbie lunch special. Wait, what's going on? Well, first of all, what was I doing at an Outback Steakhouse? I don't know. Okay. We were hungry and there was literally seven other places we could have chosen and yet we were like i i was like i'm not gonna throw him under the bus i was like (laughs) well i bet outback steakhouse has lunch specials and we went so it was my fault already that we were through the door and outback steakhouse they like stab a piece of bread and give it to your table do do that on like a dull like a dull butter knife like And I didn't know what I wanted, you know, because I'm like, I, I don't know. I just didn't know what I, I know I'm not really eating red meat and I'm not really eating chicken. I'm not even really eating fish, 
but like I was like this is better than you know whatever so I like I'll take the shrimp on a barbie lunch special please for 11.99 and Taylor got a burger and it came with fries and I got a salad with my shrimp on the barbie lunch special and what was presented to me was a large plate with a lemon on it <laughs> and one of one of those brown bread fucking things mm-hmm. cut in half and then six tiny like shrimp cocktail sized shrimps placed on top of that weird half bread <laughs> and like the plate wasn't even like clean cuz maybe the shrimp bread had rolled around so I was just given more free bread and six tiny shrimps. <laughs> and if I would have ordered fries, I, maybe the plate would have looked more complete. Of course. But like, since I didn't, maybe we could have like plated it on. Like, honestly, I was a waitress for a decade. I would be mortified to drop, even if I was an, a waitress at an Outback Steakhouse, I would be mortified to drop that at a table. I didn't complain, <laughs> of course, but no. I... Yeah, I ate it and I was like, would be like pretty tight because I mean, I didn't eat that shrimp bread. Yeah. I've already had that bread and I don't want the ones that have the shrimp like <laughs> remnants. Like I'm sick of this bread. Yeah. You know, you have busboys just walking around with bread like on knives. Like I've had enough. That feels so medieval. <laughs> it was and, and Outback Steakhouse. Not nothing about it feels Australian anymore. Like it was, they were playing like country music, and so, I don't know what. I, again, <laughs> why, it's my fault. Yeah, like I, I don't <laughs> even think that it's like it's not fair for me to throw out something that, of course, is gonna be bad. But here I am, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <sighs> that was on me. Where can the people find you? They can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, you know, I'm starting I'm starting the content. I'm yeah, you're doing great. Put myself out there, you know. And 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 what about you? Where can people find you? Leave me alone. I'm on my honeymoon. <laughs> Good. Oh my goodness. Well, you can always find this podcast. Ah, see, you gotta loop it back. You gotta loop it back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can always find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can also find our merch store at trashy trashy podcast.com. And if you DM us, maybe we'll throw you a promo code if we got one. If we if we got a friends and family, you know, maybe we do, maybe we don't. Who knows? Who knows? But um, you know, new episodes every Monday. You can always find us at our website, trashy trashy podcast.com for ways to listen, links to our merch store, and you know, um, any way to find this and yeah, that's about it. Please, as always, we love it when you share the podcast, give it a like, subscribe, tell a friend about it. You know, your reviews help us climb up in the algorithm and help climb in the charts. And we always appreciate it. So, hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Ruskar Gadu. Ruskar Gadu, girl. <laughs> I will. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>